Coming up, the Rez and I talk NFL Week 15, and then debate a couple of NHL picks. Hey, it's the Chief, and welcome to the Pick Doctor Sports Betting Podcast. It is episode 73. Welcome, welcome. What's going on, Rez? Hello, hello, hello. Ready for another week of betting. I just want to forget about the last three days we had. But yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing well. The I'm last. doing well. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, how's your, uh, how's how your week been? Anything interesting? Uh, my week's been been pretty good. Um, yeah. Nothing. I would say nothing too interesting right now. Just back uh, in the swing of things back at home. So Are you getting ready for the holiday season. Getting ready for the holiday season. Some holiday football. Some some holiday <laughs> football. There's Saturday football today. I was looking at this game that's just about to start here, and I really couldn't come up with anything. So yeah, don't um, want to force it. Yeah. December. So for those no uh, wondering, it's December sixteenth today in the morning, uh, ten a.m. Pacific time. If for those are wondering when we record this, so yeah. I can recap what happened last week. We started off strong. Our NFL was, you, you still made a headway in NFL. Uh, I think you, you gained half a unit because you went two and two, but one of the, the two that you lost, uh, one of them was a half unit. So you came out ahead. My teasers went one on one. Yeah. NHL, we had a really hot start on the Saturday, Sunday last week. And then it kind of, our, my single picks throughout the week did not pan out. A lot of the away favorites just didn't win. Um, whether it's OT or uh, regulation bets that I took, it just didn't pan out on our, my side. Like I had Vegas, they won, but it was an OT. I had Toronto, they lost in OT. And uh, yeah, it didn't work out very well. So well a little behind sometimes. in NHL. Well, we can play a little catch-up. Yeah. Um, well, you're uh, you're up twelve point two five units now in NFL. So twenty nine fourteen and two is your record. So that's pretty good. Good stuff. Do you want to calculate that in percentage? I don't have it off my off the top of my head. Twenty nine out of uh, 40, 44 picks, forty five picks. What is that? Twenty nine divided by forty five. Sixty four percent. Sixty four percent. That's basically pro level. Pro level, you're talking. I don't think to pro, pro, like generally, if you're a pro, you're above sixty percent. That's why I am the yeah. chief. Well, we let you, we let you do your thing in football. So why don't we go ahead in uh, this week's game, week fifteen? Sounds good. Uh, you know what? These one, these games that you picked, the totals were pretty weird in terms of opening and closing. It's like some some sites I look at. The opening total was below the current total and somewhere above. So, but anyways, let's talk about game number one. So, just to recap, we look at three games every week, and the chief gives gives his leans on each one, and then at the end of all that, he gives his pick of the week. So, game number one: Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Green Bay Packers. Packers are home favorites at three and a half. Didn't seem like this moved. It was three and a half when it opened. It still sits at three and a half. Total, same thing, 42 and a half. Um, Yeah, the only thing I have to say is that Green Bay, they have both their running backs as questionable. So I'm sure one of them will show up, A.J. Dillon or um, Aaron Jones. And then Christian Watson is out. That's two weeks now he'll be out for Green Bay. So not sure how that affects anything. And TB, uh, 
Godwin seems like a game time decision. So that I set the premise. What do you have? Well, I mean, NFC South, they don't get much attention. They probably don't don't deserve it either. <laughs> but anyways, out of the themes and trends that I saw this week, I was like, okay, I've got to look at these guys. You got some some teams that are six and seven. Somebody wants to win this division. Uh, yep. Tampa has won two in a row, so that's uh, definitely put them back into the mix. Um, they're I hard they're wins rush- too, grinding. Yeah, wins. I think their running <laughs> game has really picked it up. Yeah, and you know, I think most people are expecting Baker Mayfield to blow up, like as in a, in a blowing up in a bad way, um, at some point. But he hasn't done that, so that that's been good for the good for okay. the Bucks. Uh, and then uh, on the other side, uh, Green Bay, the Packer offense is playing pretty good. He's playing a little catch up, but um, off and on, off and on, the, yeah, yeah. Based on trends, I saw the D's he's playing okay too. Um, I think both teams are going to use the run game, keep it close. And uh, the the total, the under still looks very viable. Okay. Um, so, you know, 42 but I, I just saw a lot of conflicting trends, though, in terms of home, away, you know, this and that. And uh, as, as, a, as a non-conventional matchup, I guess these two teams, I mean, they're in the same conference, but... Um, but why, why can, did I, you pick this game to look at? Well, because I th- I thought like the Bucks would really have to come out and do something, as would the, okay. the the Packers. Like no one's slacking off. Like both teams, this game matters for both teams. They they both have uh, immediate implications to uh, their position in the standings, right? So yeah, uh, well, the NFC I, I South think... is just so bad. <laughs> it's just, everyone's with that under five hundred record could win. <laughs> yeah, basically. So but then and, and you look at. Uh, you look at the NFC uh, North. Um, you know, this anyone can do anything as well, right? So yep. there's no one, no one running away with any of these. Uh, uh, the wild any card of these, that is, uh, right? in you the know, NFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. In, in in the NFC, like I mean, Detroit's probably fine, but I don't know. You know, Packers. After this, somebody's one of these two teams. After this, is going to be 500, right? So okay, let's see. Any what any lean here then? I think you know. I think I lean the dog and and the under, um, okay. but nothing enough to. Well, I won't talk about picks yet, but but you know you can tell from my comments that uh, it's just really a little bit inconsistency in in the stats as well, and it's hard to hard to gauge on this game. Okay. Well, that's not too exciting. Let's go to game number two then. Uh, Houston at Tennessee. Um, Tennessee pulled out quite the upset last week, I think. Um, no. Other way around. Anyways, minus they start open at minus plus three, and now they're minus three favorites. I'm pretty sure that has to do with uh, CJ Stroud not starting, and the total dropped dramatically from forty-two and a half to thirty-seven. So Houston has no Stroud or Nico Collins, and Tennessee just they have their injuries, but nothing uh, nothing of particular note. So yeah. Tennessee's What's been here? a little a little weird and I, I don't know, I know that Dolphins game I had the under it was all looking good and then the fourth quarter happened and they just traded points um and and uh yeah it was and, trending way under and all of a sudden yeah, they it just was trending way under blew up uh Davis Mills is familiar with his team so I, I don't know like he he can come in and do some stuff uh CJ Stroud hasn't played uh hasn't practiced all week he's still in concussion protocol um Tennessee, you know, up until this point, uh, they've been pretty disappointing. Um, 
I think Will Levis uh, looked good in that second half of that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Dolphins' D did not kind of stick with their plan and play particularly well. So I I feel like uh, I feel like the Texans still have a shot here. Uh, especially, you know, is C.J. Stroud really worth like six points? Um, well, it's, yeah. yeah. Also the run. Also the their main wide receiver too. I guess makes a difference. But yeah. Who's backing up CJ Stroud? I think it's Davis Mills, and Davis Mills knows okay. like it's not he's familiar there. It's not he's like familiar he's, there. Yeah, he's not new. He's always he's been not the guy completely there. new, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I watched parts of that game. I was looking for some trends. Uh, Texans have some uh, uh, under trends uh, in divisional games, mostly you know, divisional games in the second half of the season. There's under trends, so um, I think the, the I, only I have other small, I have a small Texans trend is just yeah. the bounce back game. I think Texans yeah, yeah. probably got smoked last week, I guess. Yeah, and I think they've also covered six of their last away games mm. in the second half of the season. So, yeah, I think you're getting a lot of, you know, if you believe, you don't, I don't think you have to believe too much in Davis Mills to still feel like, you know, there's some value He's now. He's playable. He's basically. playable. The team is not completely dependent solely on cj stroud and uh you know now that the line's shifted you you know you can bet you can back the packs yeah there's value there yeah okay nothing exciting for this one either but uh okay um game number three so sorry so your your lean is texans obviously yeah uh okay the game number three the giants at the saints so this kind of move, the Lions went from minus four and a half for the Saints at home favorites to minus five and a half. This is one where I was talking about the weird opening data. Um, one place I looked at, the opening total was 42. And then another place I looked at, the opening total was 36. It sits at 39 and a half right now. So not really sure what happened there. So Saints, O'Neill Alavi is questionable. Uh, Giants, Waller is back. So will Waller make a difference? I feel like... He might make it worse. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was pretty bad when he was is that playing. Your, so I don't know. Is that your fantasy bias showing up? Yeah. Ruined me um, in two years in a row. <laughs> the Giants have somehow won three games in a row. Yep. Uh, they won some low-scoring games. They won some high-scoring games. Uh, Carr's back for the Saints. And, well, there's the, six and seven. These six and seven teams, what are, what are they going to do in this, uh, in this NFC South division? Um, I think I saw lots of undertrends, um, and uh, and and then you know really these divisional games, well these games that are you know affecting these uh, really crappy divisions, um, yeah, it didn't really amount to that much excitement for me after I started looking into the data. Uh, yeah, but um, nothing I think special this, on a, on Devito. <laughs> nothing, Devito, no, nothing, Devito nothing doing special something on special and, and his manager, no. Yeah. Uh, but I do like the undertrends here. Um, okay. I, I feel like uh, it's 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 basically where it's at. I think some of the over games that uh, have happened recently are you know heavily dependent on uh, turnovers. But I think as these game matters more and more, there's probably going to be a certain degree of like uh, 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 you know game plan calling that's going to be a lot safer mm-hmm. than uh, traditionally. Uh, you know, in, as they just, do the Giants, the Giants have a chance that much more. The Giants, the Giants have, a have a chance here in this game. Yeah, I think so. No, I mean in playoffs, five and eight. 
I, mean, I don't have the wild card standing thing in front of me, but I guess if they win, win out the rest of the season, they have a chance, right? Mathematically. Math- mathematically, they have a chance because there's yeah. a lot of six and seven teams right now still, exactly. right? So, um, you know, the, the wild card spots, the, the only team that has like, let's say, shoe ins for, for at least two wow. of them is, you know, Cowboys I, I, I Eagles, see, right? I didn't realize there's six, six and seven teams. Yeah. Including Seattle, the high flying Seattle in the beginning of the season. I remember they were, I think they were almost five and one at one point, right? Well, they lost four in a row, so they were they were six and three apart. at one point. So, yeah, yeah, no. Okay. So I mean, this is, there's lots going on. It's a pivotal schedule uh, mm-hmm. scheduling week. Uh, also, probably for most fantasy leagues, it's like the first uh, playoff. fantasy football quarterfinals or or playoff week. So uh, okay. lots going on. Games on Saturday, games on Sunday. Maybe maybe I'll find something better to uh, to to talk about uh, on Twitter for the games yeah. later today. Uh, we'll we'll do some more uh, we'll do some more capping and some research, but uh, for this okay. now for now this one I think I, I'd, I'd go with the under here. Okay, leaning still, the under. Yeah. There's still room there uh, okay. for for you to uh, make some money. Well, before we get to your pick of the week, I usually have my teaser options. I have some heavy, strong uh, stats leaning towards KC, KC and Dallas. Um, so Casey is minus eight and a half favorites away playing against the Patriots. Yep. And Dallas is plus two dogs playing the, uh, who are they playing again? Dallas is playing Buffalo. It should be an yeah, exciting Buffalo. game. Yeah. So you tease them six points each. I think this one might be a unit and a half or two unit one. This is a, like my, my metrics and measurement, it's, they're both above 83, almost 90% to hit. Especially the favorite one. Most of these minus eight and a half spreads, they they hit, um, large largely. So watch out for that. So these are me teasing the teasing eight and a half, seven and a half to eight and a half favorites by six points, and one and a half to two and a half dogs by six points. So this week is Dallas and KC that I found should be a good one. So okay, um, now that we know that. That, that's our NFL comments. What is your pick of the week? Do you have one? Do you have two? I know last week you did two and you went one on one, but uh, what about this week? Well, you know, we're definitely not picking the Detroit Lions. They're just no. a bunch of bums at this point. You gotta, you gotta stop that. You gotta stop that. <laughs> you, that, um, that well is, is over. It is now officially dry. Uh, we're going to uh, the Texans and Titans game and we are going to play the under. Under, okay. Under 42 and a half? I believe that is correct. Okay. And only one pick this week. Not Just two. one on the pod. There okay. will be more, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, okay. The, no, sorry. Houston and uh, t- Titans. The over-unders at 37. So. Sorry, 37. I was looking at the wrong number. I have both numbers. I have both opening and close numbers. So you're oh, okay. right. Sorry. Yeah. Three and a half. Yeah. So at 30, 37. 37. Yeah. I was looking at the opening number. That's why. All right. Okay. Trying to give you a little help there. Hey, I don't need that much help. <laughs> Not when these two teams will be scoring in the teens. Yep. Okay. Um, okay. That's over it. To, no more for football. Over to, uh, over to the rink. What's yeah. going on in the NHL? Uh, so I am 0, and 0 for 3 in my last three picks. So the good thing, the bad news is I'm 0 and 3. The good news is that was for five days. So there was two days I didn't pick. Uh, I didn't feel it. Didn't see many things. But tonight saturday so this is october just a reminder december 16th 
uh, I do have a strong play right away. So one of the things I've been talking about all NHL season is picking away favorites with more rest than the home team. And the Kings, the Kings are 10-0 and since 2019 in this situation. So obviously I'm doing the Kings again. This one might be a unit and a half play because they play against Seattle Kraken, who they pretty much uh, dominate against. Um, and it's a minus 150, so unit and a half gets you one unit back. I think it's worth it. Then there's a debatable one, uh, New Jersey at Columbus. So New Jersey is also pretty good in this situation as away favorites. They're 7-1 since 2019. But they're not very but. good against the BJs uh, in their barn. So they're 1-4. And, and also Columbus has been playing really well. So I have to debate maybe a half unit or just skip it all together. Um, I don't know if you have comments on that for New Jersey and uh, Columbus. Blue Jackets, for I, some reason, The only thing strong. I saw, the Blue Jackets are yeah, strong. Um, what's his face? Lining was injured or is going yeah. to be injured for the rest of the season or something. But I don't know that he was contributing very much. No, he wasn't doing much. He was benched. He was benched yeah. a few times this season already. So, so it's not him. He probably their needs goaltending, to, Their goaltending's been good. Yeah, I think he just needs to think about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, Mer- yeah Merzlikens and I, I feel, uh, Spencer I feel Martin. Like, uh, I feel like the you know, Devils have not been playing well. That, and, yeah, that's uh, that's the problem until only recently. So yeah. I feel like they they should be you know bring it back and and pounce on this team. They're they're due for they're due for some more pouncing. They've been playing you know solid games against Very some mediocre, decent though. teams. Yeah, it's... right. So they're due, they I think they, the last time they played a crappy team, they lost to the San Jose Sharks. Right. So uh, yeah, I, I I feel like Jersey. It's just yeah. like what is it? Probably like minus two hundred no, something. It's ter- yeah, it's minus two hundred. That's 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 why I was wondering. Maybe just half a unit on the regulation, maybe. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's it's, it's, it's heavy. Would be my favorite bet. Yeah. So Kings for sure. And then I have uh, the Arizona Coyotes. They've been uh, they're a big surprise. They're in the playoff hunt. I think they're on the bubble right now, and they play a tired uh, Buffalo team uh, who's been playing back to back four and six games and. Arizona's been great at home. Um, yeah, definitely a unit there. So Arizona's been very, very uh, under the radar winning games, and their odds are pretty good. It's only minus 113, so at home. Right. So, so I, and then I have two more games I want to talk to you about. So these are basically games that I saw some advantage in on the special teams front. So that's power play plus PK is a lot greater than their opponents. So I have two games. I don't want to pick both games. I think, let's see if we can come to a conclusion of which one we should pick, and then we'll, we'll lock that in at the end of the episode. So New York Islanders versus the Montreal Canadiens. So New York Islanders has a huge special teams advantage. I think it's like a difference of 53 when you're taking the, the away special teams minus the home special teams. It was 53 and a half for uh, favored Islanders. And then move over to Florida Panthers, who's on the road against the Edmonton Oilers. Edmonton Oilers is, has a 22-point advantage in that same measure. So do you have initial thoughts? I'm, I'm currently leaning the Oilers, but I guess I'll have to see what you say. So I, I watched the Panthers play their last game. I was at that mm-hmm. game. They they oh, did look yeah, a little Canucks. out of they they looked a little bit out of sorts. 
Um, and they haven't scored a goal since uh, in two games. Yeah, in two games. So I I'm not sure what uh, four what zero four zero both here. times. Yeah, yeah, four zero both times. Um, I think their goalie is probably not feeling it right now yeah. as well. And 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 you know any kind of shaky start is probably not good for them momentum wise. Um, yeah, but uh, just yeah, a little shocking that they haven't scored in a while. You know, obviously Edmonton's been hot. Uh, they stumbled a yeah, little bit. They've been playing uh, at home a lot too. They've been so, playing at home a lot. They stumbled yeah. a little bit. Uh, no surprise. Like if you said you were going to play five home games against that list of teams, um, you know, one of Tampa, New Jersey, or Carolina was going to be a, a challenge. But they they came away winning two, uh, two out of those three. So I feel like their 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 winning ways are legit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I feel like they can handle the. They can handle the, the the Panthers the way the Panthers are playing. Um, I know you have your away favorites thing going on, uh, and and uh, but I don't know. I I feel like in this spot, I I might pick the Montreal Canadiens because like yeah, that's you know, why, that's 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 exactly why I was kind of uh, scared about the Islanders because it's just like the island and and, it, and maybe it's because the line and like I mean they're only. Barely plus, yeah. Uh, one hundred. And, and Montan Blow is right? actually starting for the Habs, and he's actually pretty good. Surprisingly, yeah. at home, he's got like under two point oh goals against at home, over well over nine hundred for save percentage at home, and yeah. But then the only thing is Edmonton starting uh, Picard, not starting Skinner tonight, so that's a little scary. <laughs> Even though he has done okay, but yeah, I don't. Uh, uh, let me let me see yeah. the stats on Picard. Okay. I haven't really followed. Picard, he hasn't much. played too much. That's the problem. It's been mainly Skinner. And, and, and they've been riding Skinner because they were in that really, really cold streak in October, November. But now they got Skinner on a win. On, I think they won like eight in a row with him. And then right. they just lost yesterday or the, sorry, the last game against Tampa. Which kind of well, cooled Picard, them down a bit. Picard was so. able to win 4-1 against the Jersey Devils. That's, yeah. not, that's, no, that's, not, that's bad. not slouch. So they've won um, eight ga- they won eight games in a row before they lost Tampa. So yeah. they're on a they're on a heater basically they're they're feeling it. So yeah, that's what. So I agree. That, that, that's why I didn't really like to. It, it looked too obvious to pick the Islanders. Almost it was like something was wrong there. It didn't didn't seem right. Yeah, and I, I mean Islanders, they're fourteen, seven, and eight, but really they're fourteen and fifteen. Meaning, you know, they have more losses than wins. Exactly. So, so, so okay. I don't know. Are we I, agreeing I feel, on this then? Are we agreeing on the Edmonton Oilers? <laughs> it could be. It could be. Okay. And yeah. I, you know, Islanders. Who knows? They're they're on one uh, of those Islanders home, also back to back, right? Playing four back and six. To back, six uh, yeah. home, don't you have like some home road home away stat? I well, the thing is, they're good. favorites, and the and the favorites actually do better. Uh, okay. That's the thing. Okay. So that so. that's why it was it was kind of kind of off when they're home and away. They actually win more, but then the situation where the Habs have been kind of under the radar just made me question it so okay yeah i, well, I feel okay. a lot better on a bounce back game by the oilers okay me too so so i guess this oilers then so i'll post these later so we can we agree on the oilers oilers arizona and the kings and then potentially a jersey bet later if i if i see it better all right sounds good all right that's all i got that's that's nhl that's that's a that's a full episode that's a full episode um, thanks for listening. This has been the Pick Doctor Sports Betting Podcast, episode 73. 
I am your host, the Chief. And this is the Rez. As always, happy betting. 